welcome to the City Point Church podcast. Thanks for joining us. Every day is an opportunity to take hold of. So we hope this message inspires you and builds your faith, that it helps you have more of a God perspective for your day. Enjoy. Are you ready for the word today? Yeah, you're ready to receive. Can you declare out loud, today my heart is open. My ears are alert to grow and change. And never be the same. Amen. Amen. Why don't you take your seat, your camping chair. Man, our chairs mustn't be far away now, hey? Hallelujah. It's like revival. (laughs) I reckon they've got to be in the next couple of weeks. They take about nine weeks, and we did it like ten weeks ago. So Um, They're definitely still on order, though, I have checked. They're going to be good chairs. Fully padded, front, back, top, bottom, the whole deal. And if you weren't sure what colour they are, guess what colour they are? Black. It was white or black. So white would get dirty. Hey, um, <laughs> you know, I've noticed, um, I, I think it's no secret that Christians often ask why they give their hearts to God and ask God to enter their world and the big creator doesn't just come and fix their lives all up. Has anyone ever wondered why you still have issues? Like, and, um, you know, it would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice to uh, give your heart to Jesus and, you know, he's the genie that we often think he is and, and you just give, you know, lift your hand. In the movie, you, you rub the bottle, but we just lift our hand because we're Christians and, God comes in and slams you and fixes everything and you never sin again, you never have a problem, never have a bad thought ever again. You treat people so lovingly that it's just amazing. Like, wouldn't that be good, hey? I wish I knew some people like that. (laughs) I wish I could act like that sometimes. But that's just not how it is. And we give our hearts to God and we just realise that we still have issues we still have problems, addictions, and mindsets. It's not the fix-it-all thing. And um, so this message today isn't about giving you a one-stop shop. You know, preachers often do this, right? We, we preach with such conviction sometimes that you think if we just do that one thing, my life will be perfect. And um, I, I've noticed this in my upbringing in church, and I'm sure I preach like that sometimes. And um, But today's message isn't the fix-it-all for you, okay? But it will give you a better understanding of how God wants to work with you and in your life, has designed His Spirit to uh, flow through your life, how healing can flow into your physical body. This is good stuff already. How God's purpose is to see you whole and fulfilled here on earth. It's not just a heavenly thing one day, now and instead of waiting for heaven. So we're going to look at Romans 8, verses 1 to 11. 
And if you're following on your Bible app, um, it's a good idea. It's the New King James Version. Now, the Word of God is how we live our lives. It's, it's the one true foundation that planet Earth has. It's the solid thing that hasn't changed for thousands of years. In fact, you know, since the beginning uh, where the Word, which is literally from Adam and Eve, where the Word started to be formed and the history started to happen, the Word of God hasn't changed. It's true. It's alive. It's literally, we call it the foundation of our life. It, it's solid ground. And it's the one thing you and I have as human beings that will not change and will always bear good fruit for you and I. So if you live according to the Word of God, you will live your best life. That's 100% guarantee. So Romans 8, 1 to 11 says this. There is therefore now... No condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh. Secrets already, but according to the Spirit. Now the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse 3. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. That's what Jesus did. That the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to to the spirit. So already we see a setup here in this scripture of its its flesh against spirit. It's our flesh against God's spirit. We know who's going to win, right? The creator. Verse 5 says this. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds, set their what? Their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their mind on the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Verse 8. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Are we traveling with me so far? Verse 9 says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, does the Spirit of God dwell in you, church? Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his Christ. Verse 10, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me, in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to, listen, your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. This is powerful, isn't it? I just want to focus for a moment before we get our our guest up on platform this morning. 
I want to focus on verse 11. If we could throw verse 11 back up. And here you will see in one verse the triune God two times. This is what we as Christians call a double portion verse. Have you ever heard of that before? Double portion. Verse 11 says, But if the Spirit of Him, the Father, who raised Jesus Christ once from the dead dwells in you, He, the Father, who raised Jesus from the dead, will also give life to your mortal body through His Spirit. Father, Son, Spirit, twice. And you'll see in a moment why this is important stuff. Now, first of all, we need to understand something. When this scripture is talking about your mortal body, what's it talking about? It's talking about our physical bodies right here and now. Because when you die and go to heaven, it's not a mortal body, it's an immortal body, right? So we can see that all this scripture where it's talking about the spirit and life and it brings life and healing and power to your mortal body, it's talking actually about you right here and now. This scripture is talking about when the spirit of God and the revelation of righteousness gets into your bones, that we as Christians can live whole and healed in our body, victorious lives right here and now. That is good news, is it not? So let's see how righteousness fits into all this. Verse 10, I might need my water if that's okay. Verse 10 says, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of, but this, come on, we can be a bit more vocal than this. Let me say, is it on the screen? Yep. So the body is dead because of, but the spirit is life because of, so the body is dead because of. But the Spirit is life because of who is righteous here today? Who is filled with so much sin that you have death? Don't lift your hand. It's a, it's a bad question. Let me tell you something if you're just not aware. When you give your life to God, what Jesus did on the cross covers and does away with all sin in your life. This means you are righteous, which means you have life in your mortal body here and now. You do not have death. You do not walk around and your words are seasoned with death. Your words are seasoned with life, whether you know it or not. I love that song we said today. It's even when I don't see it, he is working. I mean, it doesn't matter if I don't feel it, he is still working. And that's you and I. It doesn't matter what you think about yourself, you are righteous when you give your life to God. It doesn't matter how you feel today, you need to know you are righteous. The Bible says that you and I are the righteousness of Christ Jesus, amen. Not because of anything we have done, but because of everything. 
everything Jesus did on the cross for us. When he died and he rose again, he took the power of sin and we set it today and he put it in the grave, amen, so that you and I physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally right now can have life flowing through through our veins and our body. That is good news, amen. You receive that today. Let's give God a shout of praise because that is powerful stuff. Romans 5.17 says, For if by one man's offence death reigned through the one, talking about Adam and the sin in the Garden of Eden, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Amen. This is why they call Jesus the second Adam. You, you'll see that sometimes when you study out the Bible. Is because what Adam did, the first man, his sin brought death. But what Jesus did, the second man, his life brought righteousness. And what's great is he gave you and I righteousness as a gift. Did you do anything for that righteousness? Was it by being good today? No, it was a gift from our Saviour, Jesus Christ. So righteousness is a gift from God. So I just want to sum up before we move on. Sin brings death. But the Spirit brings life to our mortal bodies. The Spirit is life because of righteousness, and He gave that to you and I as a gift. Now, even people who don't come to church know that we are made in God's image. I have heard this. People know, they can quote, you know, aren't we meant to be made in God's image? Normally it comes across in a sarcastic way. And then I just get, you know, a little bit excited back at him and go, yeah, he sure did. So we have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And how are we made in, the, in God's image? Well, we also have a spirit, a mind, and a body. We are three parts. Just like God himself is three parts. He made you and I, and don't we all know, that sometimes our mind is dictating to our spirit and our body and sometimes our body is doing things and our mind is crying out and our spirit's dying because of this sin. But then sometimes like the day when we gave our lives to God, our spirit man comes alive and our mind is erupted and our body is rejoicing. You know what I love about this church is we aren't ashamed of the gospel of the name of Jesus Christ. I mean, when we, when we sing, we yell out, you know, like I hear you guys all the time yelling and, and clapping and right in the middle of worship when I'm trying to be intimate with God. There's you, clapping and carrying on in church. I love it. You know, how could you not when you've got the life of righteousness flowing through your being? If honestly, if you were to ask me, now don't, but if you were to ask me what the worst life church experience I could possibly have as a pastor, it would be to sing four whole songs, have 20 minutes of praise and worship with a dead church behind me. That would suck, okay? So I don't go to a church like that. 
I come here instead. Hey, can we put our hands together and welcome three strapping young men to the flat po- platform right now? My son Bobby, <laughs> Mr. TJ's coming from the back over here, there, and Justin. Come on up, guys. You can stay at the front. You can stay in the middle. Let's face to your right. Yep. Yep. And Justin at the back. All right. So this is you. Look how good looking you are. Look at this good man with a mullet. Bring back the mullet. Only a spiritual man would wear a mullet in church. So we're going to call Justin the spirit. TJ, the mind, and my son, body, Bobby, body. <laughs> He'll have to be the body, all right? So spirit, mind, body. This is an image of you and I, okay? The spirit of God, when you give your heart to God, your spirit erupts. But before you give your heart to God, we just read that the spirit is dead, That's what he looks like when he's dead. (laughs) And so I believe that every every, uh, person on planet Earth has the Spirit of God in them. This is what I believe. And why do I know that? Well, if you go back to the garden, Adam was dead until the Spirit came and breathed life. So life itself uh, comes from the Spirit of God. But your spirit man inside of you is dormant. He's grieved. He, he is busting to, to come alive inside of your body. But this great man, Bobby, great man of God, uh, uh, you know, future pastor of this church. When he prays, he prays with fire and all of heaven moves and roars like we sung today. That's why we wrote that song. Did you know that? It's because people down at Carindale heard Bobby pray. They went, all of heaven roars. It's not true, but it should be true. <laughs> and so Bobby took himself to church one day. You know, I know my father and mother got, got saved drunk. You know, what would you do if drunk people walked into our church next Sunday? It's a good question, isn't it? So Bobby wasn't drunk because he's underage. But he had a great night. He went to men's camp and experienced everyone jumping around. He said, I've got to get myself to church. So we came to church. And then at some point, God moved in his life. And his spirit man lifted his hand at the altar call, gave his heart to God. And he said, your head's meant to be down, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the spirit of God came into him. And life came into him. And his spirit came alive. Now, the Bible says in, uh, in Romans that we've been reading in verse 6, it says, For to be carnally or flesh-minded is death. So before you give your heart to God, this is how you are. This is the state you're living in. All about yourself, you're flesh-minded is death. But to be spiritually-minded is life and peace. Now, let me tell you something about the mind. The mind will listen to whoever's in charge, the spirit or the body. 
and the mind will listen to who's in charge. Verse 10 says, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is alive because of righteousness. Have you ever seen a Christian who looks dead? Now their spirit's alive, but their body is dead. Just perhaps the mind is being led by the flesh. And so we look at this person and we don't see the spirit man, we see the flesh. And we go, well, that's a dead Christian. Now there's none here today, so you'll have to think outside of these four walls to get that understanding. So the flesh is dead, but the spirit man is alive because of righteousness. To be carnally minded is to believe that you are dirty, that you are sick. I don't mean just spiritually sick, I mean physically sick as well. Remember, we're talking about the mortal body. That you are a bad excuse for a Christian. This is what it means to be carnally minded. To be spiritually minded is to believe that you are the righteousness of Christ. If the mind doesn't know who you are, righteousness, the body doesn't receive life. So let the spirit touch the mind and bring life to the body. See, this fella here, you can keep your arms down, we're not quite there yet. (laughs) You've seen this before, haven't you? (laughs) See, when you read your Bible, when you pray, this is why church is so important. The Bible doesn't say you have to go to church every, every week. It doesn't say that. But if you don't, you'll end up looking like this. But when you do, and you read the Word of God, and you pray, you speak to God, the Spirit reaches out and touches the mind. Remember the Bible said if you read His Word, it renews your And so what happens is the mind now is being touched by the Spirit of God. The thoughts are changing. What you ponder on starts to change. What you believe about yourself will start to change. What you speak out and confess in your world will start to change. And if you keep doing that enough, the mind will start dictating to the body and the body will start to change. And now what we have is this amazing man of God being dictated to by the spirit of the living God. And the mind is being a conduit. And we are often wondering, I am a Christian. I go to church every Sunday. I even pray. But then we go out and we do completely stupid stuff because we are being dictated to by the flesh in our minds. And so this is happening. He's so strong, that man. So the mind is dictating to the flesh and the flesh is feeding the mind and the spirit in you is crying out. Let me ask you something. We are righteous because of the gift of God. Is this person still going to heaven? Are you still going to heaven? 
yet you've been completely terrible last week. You looked at porn, you did fraud in your business, you treated your husband and your life like trash, you confessed over yourself, I'm a loser, I have nothing, I am depressed, I feel so anxious, I don't even want to get out of bed today. You did all that, you look like this and you're still going to go to heaven. What a good gift. That's a great gift, isn't it? But let me tell you something. Inside of you is the power, is the fire, is the fervency of all of heaven, the gift of righteousness, the power that raised Christ from the dead is inside of you, so inside of you that your spirit man, when you focus your mind and your attention and you read and you come to church and you ask for help and you get counseling, you do whatever it takes for your spirit to come alive inside of you and he touches your mind. Look what happens. Your spirit who brings life to your mortal body will start to flow healing from heaven. And you thought you had to come to church on Sunday so I can anoint you with oil. I need Pastor Gray to pray for me. But what you really need to do is allow the spirit of the living God flow through your mind and into your body. And then we will look at you and say, that is a Christian on fire and nothing can knock my brother Shane down because every single day, the first thing he does is put Facebook down, not that he's even got Facebook, but whatever he does, he has TikTok. I'm pretty sure you got TikTok. He puts TikTok to one side and he brings out the Word of God or he flicks that app off his phone and he opens the other app called Version Bible app and he reads today's scripture and his spirit man starts the day going, mind, I empower you with all of heaven because they're roaring right now. You are a son of God. Today you will walk in victory in your business. Today you will walk with health in your body. Today you will walk with a renewed mind because the power of Almighty God is in you through His Spirit into your mind and affecting your body so much so you can't go to work without a grin on your face. Why? It's impossible, even with a headache, to walk into the house of God, into your workplace, into your family, into the worst negative situation. It's impossible when you are governed by the Spirit of God that comes from heaven and Almighty God. You need to know something today. The Spirit of God inside of you, this isn't some weird mystic thing. This is the Spirit of Father God. That's why it said, that he who raised Christ from the dead, that's him. Amen. He raised Christ from the dead. And we were wondering if he could heal our flu or our COVID or this thing going around. But he raised Christ from the dead. You know, when Christ was raised from the dead, the Bible teaches us the whole sky went black. This is how powerful. Imagine if you had the power, just if you did, had the power inside of you so that the whole sky went black. The curtain in the temple 
was torn. This wasn't a, a, a sheet that you put over your window. This was a real thick curtain. You could not tear this. It tore in the temple. You know why it tore? Because it was a symbol in that moment to all of humanity that this spirit does not just belong in heaven. It belongs in you and I. You don't need a, a priest to go before you anymore to make some sort of nice feelings happen or forgiveness happen for you anymore. You and I, the, when that tore, that was God saying, enough is enough. Like, you are my children. I want you to have full access to my spirit. You and I, the day we gave our life, this all happened the day we gave our lives to God. Our spirit came alive. Our spirit then connected to our mind. And then he gave you in, in, our, in our manual called the Bible, he gave you and he said, if you just read this and allow the spirit of God speak to you, it will renew your mind and bring life into your mortal body. We don't even need to wait for heaven. Isn't that amazing? Let's put our hands together for these strapping young men. You need to know, you need to know because of the gift of righteousness and what's been done for you and I, that you have life in your body here and now. This is the good news of Christianity. Christianity isn't just something that we do, a decision we make for a future that one day we will obtain. When Christianity happens in our lives, when we give our hearts to God and He transforms our life, it's supposed to transform you and I here and now. Let me tell you, if you don't have transformation happening in your life, you need to get on your knees and you need to worship God and you need to read your Word and you need to come to our monthly prayer meeting every single month and you need to pray with fire in you. You need to Get your flesh and tell your flesh to submit to your spirit. This is what I, I let I, I do this. I don't whip myself. <laughs> I don't believe in that rubbish, but the, it's a gift. It's a gift from God. There's nothing we do to get it. There's nothing you can do that will make you more righteous. Amen. It's a gift from God, but sometimes, just sometimes, you've got to dictate to the flesh and stop letting your flesh lead your life. Your flesh doesn't even know how to lead. That's why it always ends in turmoil. Your flesh has no governance. There is only one person who can teach you how to live the best life, and that's God. And so we can't be led by the flesh. If you're struggling in your mind, you need to know today, it's because your flesh is leading you in that area. Now, there's a category of people that I'm fully aware of, and I fall into this sometimes in my life as well. And we are really, really good Christians, all right? We'll probably go an A, all right? Looks like an A+, plus, but we know the reality. We are A-level Christians. We are really good. But there is an area, I think in all of our lives, where the flesh is dictating to the mind and your spirit is crying out. 
I think we all have these areas. That's why I think it's Joshua in the Bible that says, but as for me and my house, man, we will serve the Lord. What he's saying by that is in your house, there are many rooms, but I'm gonna let God come into every room of my life. Maybe it's anger, maybe it's frustration, and maybe it's anxiety. You may be really good across the board, but you're struggling in your business and you're doing a few things that just aren't right. Or men, maybe you're like, okay, I've never been the men of a home before. I've never had children before and I can't seem to find that manual on Google anywhere. And, and, you're, and so you're just leading your children and your family dynamic or, or wives as well. You're leading your family dynamic just on what you think why don't you call some good Christian friends and say, hey, I just need to know what would the Bible teach or what would it lead me to do in this situation? My boy's struggling with this at school or, you know, and call a friend, call for guidance. Let, let's be led by the Spirit of God as opposed to the flesh, which the flesh just has nothing. It's got nothing to offer. Does that make sense? So there may be areas or rooms in your life. You may be here today and you've listened to this and you're like, man, I'm living a life. I haven't given my life to God. Or if I have, man, no one would know it. Even I, I can't recognize myself sometimes. And so today is the day for you of giving your life to God, placing your life in the hands of of a loving Savior. Man, He loves you so much that He sent Jesus, as we just said, to die. That, that was the Son of God. He became flesh so that He can understand, that He can uh, uh, relate to us, and that He can conquer sin and death for you and I here today. And then He gave us His Spirit, man, so that you and I can live victorious lives Heaven is coming. It's going to be absolutely amazing. But what if heaven could come to earth right now through your life? Because it can. Church, heaven can be carried through our lives. This community, your family, your schools, your university, your workplace can have an experience and a touch from heaven right now through your life life. Is that good? Do you receive that today? Hey, why don't we all stand to our feet for just a moment? I don't want us to walk out thinking this is a one fix it all for everything. It's pretty close though. But I want us to understand that as human beings, we will always have a wrestle between flesh and spirit. You need to know this is the truth, right? We will always wrestle between flesh, our flesh man, and our spirit. That's part of the curse of sin, and it's just the way it's gonna be until Jesus comes back. Stop kicking yourself for that. It has nothing to do with you, all right? If you wanna blame someone, go all the way back to Adam, all right? But we'll see how that goes for you. But 
So stop kicking yourself over it. We struggle. We sin. We slip up. We do all these things. But church, are you still righteous? Are you still going to heaven? Yeah. So let's take the enemy out and not allow the enemy to take us out anymore. Let's say, I might feel like this. I might not see it, but you're working. I might not feel it, but you're working. Our God is a good God. He's a faithful God. And devil, I'm not sure if you realize, but the Spirit of God who raised Christ from the dead, the sky went black and the curtain tore. He's actually the same Spirit in me. And so although I struggle with the flesh and although I struggle with how the flesh works with the Spirit and how the Spirit works with the flesh and I have this struggle in my mind, this does not dictate who I am. The Bible dictates who I am. The Spirit in me dictates who I am. And they say that I am a son or I am a daughter of the living God, which means even right now, this sickness might come against me, but I need to tell you sickness that even in my mortal body, I have life. Why do I have life? Not because I did the right thing, not because I'm a perfect uh, Christian or not because I have a flesh issue or a mind issue. I have life in my body because I received the gift of righteousness from Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.